Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. You know who we are. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie, or for most of you that come back every week, D and J. You can join us live by calling 347-215-8305, or you can go into our chat room throughout the entire show. That's right, and today we are discussing some beautiful (laughs) poetry and spoken word, and we will, of course, dish pro sports, music, fashion, and beauty, love, and romance, and much, much more. And you don't want to miss our very special guest, so make sure that you stay tuned. He will be coming live soon. So uh, let's begin with when we're talking poetry. Oh, that's right. And here is a couple of famous poets, you guys. This show is all about poetry. As my husband said, we got Maya Angelou, which I'm sure you guys all know. I'm just, oh, my God, so ecstatic over her and her poetry. We got Edgar Allan Pope, who's also great, Oscar Wilde, Shelley Silverman, and Langston Hughes, of course. And that's just only to name a few. You guys know that there is tons and tons of more. And, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of poets and a lot of poetry this, this hour. That is right. And when you say poetry, what is it? Well, inside of a poet, uh, inside of a poem, you have what you call copulates. Those are two verses. And now when you get a little bit uh, more into it, you got rhyme and copulates. And that would be like two verses that rhyme. For instance, like roses are red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet, and I love you. Well, obviously, blue and you rhyme copulates are just a uh, uh, touching the the beginning of what poetry is all about. Now, poems don't have to rhyme, but they have to come from your heart, no doubt about that. I'm going to read some of these for you guys because I want you to hear some of the most famous poets that we've ever uh, have ever been touched with and also their poems. So here we go. Phenomenal Woman, Maya Angelou, Where the Sidewalk Ends, Shel Silverman, If You Forget Me, Pablo Neruda, I Can't. Uh, I Carry Your Heart With Me, E.E. Cummings, The Road Not Taken, Robert Frost, A Dream Within a Dream, Edgar Allan Poe, Mm -hmm. Here Is Another Sky, Emily Dickinson, Life Is Fine, Langston Hughes, A Girl, Ezra Pound, Messy Room, Shel Silverman, To My Wife With a Copy of My Poems, Oscar Wilde, Still I Rise, Maya Angelou, Let America Be America Again, Langston Hughes, To You, Walt Whitman, Stopping by the Woods on a Snowy Evening, Robert Frost, I Wandered Lonely as a Cloud, William Wordsworth, The New Poetry Handbook, Mark Strand, Funeral Blues, W.H. Auden, Touched by an Angel, (laughs) Maya Angelou again, The Raven, Edgar Allan Poe, Do Not 
go into that gentle night, Dylan Thomas, that is an old school classic, a word to husbands, Ogden Nash, mm-hmm. bear in bear in there, Shel Silverman. If those I loved were lost, Emily Dickinson, romance, Edgar Allan Poe, seeker of truth, E.E. E. Cummings, I taught myself to live simply, Alan Aknova, walking around, Pablo Neruda, digging, Seamus Henney, mm-hmm. Brown Penny, William Yates, a, The Broken Heart, William Barnes, A Birthday Poem, Ted Kushner, The Mother, Gwendolyn Brooks, A Life, Sylvia Path, as soon as Fred gets out of bed, Jack, I'm not yours, Sarah Tisdale, in the moon and the stars in the world, Charlie Bukowski, America, Allen um, Ginsberg, excuse me, those winter Sundays, Robert um, Hayden, all the world's a stage, William Shakespeare, a poison tree, William Blake, Daddy Sylvia Path. Uh, Be Glad Your Nose is on Your Face, one of my favorites, <laughs> by, by Jack Perluski, Old Captain, My Captain, Walt Whitman, A Red, Red Rose, Robert Burns, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, mm-hmm. Maya Angelou, Fast Road, The Night, Stephen Crane, Happiness, Raymond Carver, A Pretty, A Day, E.E. E. Cummings, and Nile, Last But Not Least, Dream, Deferred, Langston Hughes. That is the top and you guys can go back, check out uh, the podcast. If you any of those, you check them all out. I guarantee you these are some beautiful gems that you need to have and need to read to inspire yourself. Oh, most definitely. And as you guys heard, my husband, I couldn't have did that. I would have got tongue-tied on number 10. But he read you 50 of the nicest, hottest, livest poems. And by the way, we love a lot more poets, and this show is all about poetry and love. You can call us live by calling 347 347- Two one five eighty three zero five. I see the call lines heating up, and somebody's breathing into the phone. You got to remember that we are live, and this is Jackie and Doug, your hosts. I want to share a little poem with you guys today. It's titled "Still I Rise" by Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and light suns, with the certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I'll rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide, leaving behind. Nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bring the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. And we, um, again, are sharing with you beautiful love, poetry, and spoken word today. And my husband shared with you guys the 50 greatest 
poems they are saying, and it's all on the Internet, and you can go to these top five poetry websites if you want to learn more about it. And we ain't done, though. We're going to be kicking off all kind of stuff today. Here they go, www.poemhunter.com, www.famouspoetsandpoems.com, www.mayaangelo.com, and I'm going to read that for you, www.m is in money, A is in apple, Y is in yellow, A is in apple, A is in apple, N is in Nancy, G is in George, E is in Edward, L is in love, O is in Oscar, U is in umbrella.com, www.poetryfoundation.org, and www AmericanPoems.com. Those are five lovely poetry websites you can go to. And if you go to certain ones, you can, you know, join them and get free poetry and use it on your websites, right, Faye? That is totally correct. You guys go there, mm-hmm. check them out. If you sign up, <laughs> they will give you updates. They will do everything for you just to keep you in the flow of poetry. On top of that, we're talking spoken word. We're talking everything. They have poetry cafes, spoken word cafes now. Look in your local area. Mm-hmm. Check around. You can go and see some of the hottest, what I call fire, spoken word. Mm-hmm. They, It's just coming from the mind. It's coming from the heart and soul. And when it comes that way, it's so beautiful. These people are giving you gems. And I, I truly, truly hope that you guys check out some of these websites. Check out some of these poems because your life will truly be blessed for it. Believe And I'm going to tell you guys, I know you guys have been checking out the show for quite some time now and listening to all the beautiful poetry. My husband is one of, I call, one of my greatest and most loved poets. He writes spoken word in a matter of not even an hour, and you'll have something beautiful. He done a poem titled Black Pearl a while ago, and he's read it twice, I think, on the shows. Please go back into the archives and check it out. It is absolutely beautiful. There was other ones as well that he's written, and um, we're going to have to trademark these poems because they just they are so universal, and they mean so much to everybody across the board. Again, I'm going to give you these five top websites before we jump into our next segment um, in this of course, we're still talking about love, poetry, and poems. But the top five poetry websites is poemhunter.com, famouspoetsandpoems.com, mayaangelo.com, poetryfoundation.org, and americanpoems.com. Now, I have a question for my husband. I would like to know your secret, honey, because I don't even know this, on writing spoken word and how do you, how does it come, does it just come to you or are you inspired by something that just makes it come out and it actually works, it actually fits, and it and it mean something. Well, I, I think a, a lot of the times mm-hmm. when you write spoken words, you obviously have to be, uh, you kind of got to be in the mood for it. You know, the actor says, what's my motivation? So you kind of mm-hmm. find something that, that you're feeling and whatever your inspiration is. Sometimes it's just, you know, you might read a book, you might be watching television, right. you might just be sitting down and all of a sudden something comes to you. And that's why another reason I keep a journal, because when mm-hmm. sometimes the whole thing doesn't come to you, but all of a sudden you get, uh, earlier I was talking about copulates, you might just get, you know, two quick lines and it comes to you and you jot it down and then before you know it, then maybe you look back in your book and all of a sudden they all start coming together. But also if there's a theme, if there's something that you're talking about that, you know, and then you just take it from there and it'll just kind of come to your mind and, and you just kind of keep going with it. So I was more than anything, it's just inspiration. Whatever inspires me at that particular time, I go with it. And sometimes it doesn't fit, it doesn't work, but I always keep them and just write them down because um, one, one of the great ones, Tupac, he wrote a um, a book is called A Rose Grew from Concrete, and you can see his his hand-pinned 
poems and different things that he wrote. Mm-hmm. You can see where he scribbled sometimes, and sometimes he didn't finish it, sometimes he did, but you can kind of just see where he might have been at at that particular time and the different things. So uh, a lot of it, I would say, also comes from reading because we read a lot of books and different stuff, mm-hmm. so it just really broadens and opens up your mind and allows you to be creative in that way also. That's right, and we'll be right back at you guys after this. I couldn't get enough of that. That's so beautiful. That's Bob Marley, everybody. You know, last week we did a tribute to the late, great Mr. Bob Marley, and we played a lot of his songs, and we talked about him and his music, and we sure hope you guys went and checked him out, went and, you know, Googled him, and, you know, went to Amazon. Keep supporting him. I mean, if you love reggae and you want authentic reggae and the man who started it all, or at least the most famous man in reggae, and that's Bob Marley. Also, I wanted to, I know we got a bunch of emails and stuff on our MySpace asking who else did we like, and I'm going to let my husband kind of talk about that because that's more his thing but I do know that there is other people other than the greatest of all time which is Bob Marley and that would be Capleton that I think is really really great too and Maxie Priest as well who I saw perform live when I was really really a young girl and my husband's mother which is my mother-in-law also likes Maxie Priest a lot as well but I will let him share with you um, three or four of the other great uh, reggae people babe no question obviously Bob Marley is Uh, he's the benchmark when you talk about uh, <laughs> reggae. And, and really, music is poetry at the same time. But I'm talking Capleton. They call him the fireman. He spits hot lava. Uh, Peter That's Tosh right. was, was uh, one of Bob Marley's great and longtime people. And then there's a group that you guys might want to check out. They're titled Midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E. And they have put out many, many CDs, but have some fantastic, fantastic songs. One of them is called Bushman, but just Mm -hmm. check them out. Capleton, Peter Tosh, Midnight, just to name a few. 
See what I'm talking about, y'all? And guess what? I got a favorite poem for you guys before we close out this segment, and I'm going to read it to you. It is called Phenomenal Woman. Pretty woman wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion woman's size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it is not in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. Yep, that's me. I walked into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man, the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman. Phenomenally. Phenomenal woman? Yep, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the right of my breast, the grace of my style. I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. Phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bold. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud, I say. It's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need of my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. Yep, that's me. And that's my Angela. And we want to thank you guys so, so much for joining us. And later in the show, don't forget, we're going to be welcoming a very, very special guest. So you got to stay tuned to see who it is. That's right, everybody. And in the news, hot topics, you know we always view what's up and then happening this week. And first and foremost, yes, new CDC what? estimates show that what told swine flu is taken uh, on U.S. children, and guess what? Four times the normal reports have been reported that it is four times as high right now, and about 22 mm-hmm. million Americans have become ill with pandemic H1N1 influenza in the past six months. Now, out of that 22 million 3,900 have died. According to these new estimates, they are obviously given to us by the Center for Disease Control. I just want to say to everybody, you have to have to take care of yourself. Now, all of these estimates, you know, for example, H1N1 cases in the United States can range from 14 million to 34 million and death tolls from 2,500 to 6,000, about 6,100. So these are estimates, but at the same time, you see that these numbers that are being put out that are actually factual are well exceeding the estimates. So we have to truly, truly be careful and make sure that you are taking care of yourself as we move into this flu season. Most definitely. And next we have up the Food and Drug Administration is taking aim, you guys, at caffeinated alcoholic drinks, saying it will pull them off, they will pull them off the market unless manufacturers can prove that these beverages are safe to drink. On Friday, the FDA sent letters to nearly 30 companies, giving them 30 days, only 30 days, too, to provide evidence that their drinks don't pose health or safety risks. The FDA hasn't approved the use of caffeine in alcoholic beverages. So please, please, please be careful and tell your teens to be careful. 
um, companies might have to show that ex- um, that experts generally think mixing caffeine and alcohol is safe for consumers, and that's not something they're going to be able to prove. The fast-growing segment includes United Brands Companies Juice and Fusion Projects LLC for local, both flavored malt beverages. We are taking a look at the legal basis of the marketing of these products, um, they are saying. Um, they also are saying that it could cause teens and young kids that's not real responsible to get in car accidents or be driving while intoxicated. So they're saying, please, please, please be careful. And 18 state attorney generals have sent letters to the um, FDA in response to this and raising concerns. So make sure you check that out on Google. That's right. Beer and coffee doesn't sound like it mixes everybody. <laughs> now, uh, you know what? Wednesday was Veterans Day, and we just want to give a shout-out to all the veterans. That's thank right. you guys so dearly, and thank you for everything that you guys are doing for our country. No doubt it was That's Wednesday right. or Saturday. We still want to send you love. So, Now, also in the news, foreclosing act on Nicolas Cage. Cash Crunch actor Nicolas Cage's two homes in New Orleans were auctioned off this week, and movers carted away some of the National Treasure Star's treasured possessions. Carpets and a stained glass window were among the items removed from one house. The two Big Easy properties, and that is down in the French Quarter in the Garden District of New Orleans, uh, went under the hammer Thursday after a local lender foreclosed unpaid mortgage debt. Uh, Cages, whose father died last month, unfortunately, did not attend the auction. Now, he Mm -hmm. has been said to be, you know, he's an Oscar winner. He's an extravagant shopper. He's also owned two castles, two Bahamian uh, Bohemian islands. And, unfortunately, the IRS right now is claiming that he owes $6 million in unpaid taxes. But I'll say one thing. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. He is a great actor, one of my favorites, and uh, I hope and know that he will make it through this and we'll see him on a silver screen real soon. Oh, most definitely. I have to second that, honey. Remember that movie? What was that movie he was in with that fast car and we loved it? Gone in 60 seconds. Oh, gone in 60 seconds. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys, next we have Colorado parents plead guilty in the Balloon Boy Saga. I'm going to try to sum this up because it's a serious story. It was a little six-year-old boy that they pretended was in a balloon. They got national attention and news and everybody to cover it, fire departments, police everywhere in their hometown to go and chase for this little boy, but it was all a publicity stunt. He was in the house hiding in the closet the whole time, and what happened is when the police and everybody questioned him, he said, oh, my parents told me to do this so that we can get a reality show like the other families and they denied it at first but then they have went ahead and pled guilty and um, that's good because they need to put this behind them and the father's looking at 90 days in jail and a fine and community service and probation and the mother is looking at 60 days but they will let her serve hers in a work release program so that she doesn't be away from the kids and in that deal by pleading guilty they also will get to keep custody of their children and they just have to report to a CPS uh, agent Weekly, I think, for two years. Oh my! Yeah, that's crazy, huh? That is that <laughs> is wild. Uh, I don't even know what to say about that one. So I'm going to leave that one uh, where it's at, and we are going to move into beauty, fashion, lifestyle. Hey, we know you guys love the hot tips that we share with you every week. The emails, obviously, that you guys send us, and we do do appreciate the love. But this week, we've added an extra one, so we're going to bonus you. Uh, we're going to hit you twice instead of uh, just uh, two times each. We're going to hit you three times each. So here we go. Oh, my God. I'm going to start with Starbucks. The coffee is the best. It's the best on the planet, and it not only gives you a great caffeine boost, it's also good. It's a soothing blend of what I call feel-good liquid. If you like down and out and you didn't really get any rest the night before or you just kind of sluggish and stuff, it's a really great boost. And yesterday we got one, and my husband told me that was really a good coffee. Usually he drinks a cold one, and it's kind of like the cafe 
frappuccino, vanilla blend, really good, iced. And he tried the um, grande extra hot soy latte and actually loved it. So if you guys like it and you don't want to add sugar to your drink, try one. The soy milk makes it sweet and it's really good. So that's a lifestyle tip I got for you this week. There you go. Another <laughs> one is for change. You know when you want change, you kind of got to see it sometimes. So uh, what I want everybody to do is start a journal. And a journal is uh, a way for you to daily write down stuff, ideas, different things that you have. When we're mm-hmm. talking about poetry, you're able to put all this different stuff down. And sometimes, have you ever done this when you think of something and then a couple hours later or a day later, you're like, dang, what was that? What was that? Well, a journal is a way for you to continue to see it. And if you see it, you can achieve it. So start a journal, everybody. Now, that's a great tip. My husband has told me about that for years, and for some reason I'll start them, and then I don't finish, but I'm really, really going to take him up on this. The next one is the iPod Touch. It is a hot, fun, and way cool thing you can do. You don't just have to watch movies on it. You can play tic-tac-toe like my son showed me yesterday. I didn't even know it did all that. You can go on the Internet. You can watch movies on it. You can watch videos and, of course, listen to music. So pick yourself up an iPod Touch if you can, and they have specials on them right now. If you go on Amazon.com or you can go to um, eBay, or you can go to Overstock.com, and all of them should have it, and you can pick yourself up one. Now, for everybody, when you got that beautiful music in your ears and you're walking down the street, what I want you to do is stop. <laughs> stop right where you're at and smell the flowers. And I mean this literally because they can brighten your day, no doubt, right. doubt about it. You can go get yourself some fresh flowers. If you see a flower shop, stop in, look around, buy a rose, try it for a week, give somebody a rose for every uh, once a week, do it, see how it goes. I'm telling you, roses, flowers, they brighten up your day, brighten up your life. Give them a smell, everybody. Stop <laughs> Most definitely. That's a good one, you guys. The next one is Hollywood, California. It's a place to have a whole lot of fun now, and it's an entertainment mecca. So if you need to get your grind on, and you, you can. You can in L.A., but I might want to mention to you to be sure to have a job or a friend with a job or something because it can be costly, but it's a lot of fun. And if you are into entertainment, it's always something to do, always different ways to go out and network, get people's cards, give them your cards, tell them what you're involved in. If you're kind of shy like I am um, when it comes to doing that type of thing because, you know, I just, I don't know, I've always struggled with that, then go with your mate or with friends and just have a good time. But it's always um, something you can do, somewhere you can go, some kind of way that you can make it happen in Hollywood. So that's another lifestyle tip. Now, this one, I, I was covering it, and it has to go in lifestyle because guess what? It's the flu shot. Now, this may be for you and it may not be for you, but what I say do is do your research. Find out about it because the H1N1 with winter, fall, everything that is bringing the flu season to you, and it's going to be more, and people are going to be coughing, and you're in the store, and you're grabbing baskets, and all the different stuff that you do. Make sure to check out the flu shot, everybody. It might be for you. That's right. You heard what my husband said. But see, to be honest with you, too, a couple of friends of mine had the shot last week, and they said that they didn't feel sick either. So I know a lot of people go, I'm not going to take the flu shot because they're putting flu in you, but it's really good to protect yourself. Next, we have blow pops, okay? Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with these, but growing up in Seattle, we had them when we were little kids. We used to fight over these suckers, okay? They are off the chain. They're delicious. They're not just sweet. They're really good. Um, I had one yesterday. It was supposed to be for my son, and I actually ate it. It was really, really good, and I just want to tell you guys, that if you really like suckers, I know that there's that. What are those ones, honey? Those chocolate ones I get, Dougie, sometimes that Tootsie Rolls? Yep. Roll <laughs> those are good too, but Blow Pops are a lot better. So that's for people that like sugar, like I do. 
Now, for everybody out well, I don't say everybody because this is for the men out there, and I'm talking man purse. Now, with all what? the different things, yeah, that's right, man purse. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I'm sorry I said it. But when you talk about iPods, journals, wallets, money, phone, books, all the different things that you want to carry with you and you don't have enough room, get something, satchel it onto your side. You can get a little jazzy with it if you want to. There's a lot of different ones out there. Don't be afraid, guys. Get away from the wallet. Check out a man purse. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? That was our tips in fashion, beauty, and lifestyle this week. And remember, we're going to be welcoming somebody very special, very, very, very special to the show a little bit later on. And right now, we're going to talk a little bit about, do you think I should do you think I should do 60 seconds right now? Do you think I'm ready for that? You're ready for I, it. I don't Last know, week, honey. you guys know that I blessed you. It was 60 <laughs> seconds. It was probably about 75 seconds, but that's just 15 more seconds of the blessing, baby. But now we are going 60 seconds with JC, and it starts in 5, 4, 3, <sighs> 2, go. But I'm not ready. Okay. That's a way to start. Okay, I had to end it right there. That was 58 seconds, and I'm going to end it with I love you, honey. That was cheating. <laughs> that was cheating. Everybody in the no. email, you call in. You tell her don't never do that, that again. But we're going to let that slide because that was, you know, that was Marvin Gaye because we're going to get it on, and that, that's what, okay, we can do that. We can do that. Okay, we're going to jump right on down into our sports segment right this second, because I think that we should just do it a little bit early today. They're waiting. they up here asking, win sports, win sports. Win sports, win sports. <laughs> Where's the whistle? Is he far? Is he close? Whistle, are you there? Are you close? Are you someplace? Hey, L.A., California, <laughs> hey. No, wait, i got to tell you guys, there's one thing. We do have a special guest coming on. He's off the chain, football player, but... If he calls, I'm going to have to break up sports. We're going to jump in, do his interview, and then we're going to jump right back into sports. Is that cool? What? Okay. So we're going to do it a little different today. Well, you know, we're doing we're doing a little bit of, you know, spoken word, poetry. That's what the show's about today. Everybody's busting it. They're, they're, it's coming left. It's coming. You got anything for us? You can impromptu. You got something for me before I get your picks? Because everybody, all the betters <laughs> are on. All the betters are on the line. They're like, can I get the whistle pick? Heck with the heck with all the poetry. But if you got something, give it to me, man. This is for all my folks standing out at the bus stops with the headphones on the bus with your iPods. Relax and listen to your guy. Wasn't that nice? Listen to this. This is called Here, Right Now. In these times of here, right now, it's the most important to focus on 
the aspect of now. Why? Because yesterday is history, and tomorrow is merely a dream. Here's what I mean. We can't focus on yesterday because it's not in the plans for today. Tomorrow is down the road quite a ways. In fact, we don't know if the road is dirt or paved. And again, I'll say a couple of days, a couple of months, a week, a year is too far away. Tomorrow, the next day, come on now, is but a blank sheet of paper, entry with intricate details. So focus on the here right now. How? Breathe in, breathe out. Hey, the whistle here and now bringing this to you like a pow-cha-ting. That's what I'm talking about, whistle. Make it sing, Daddy. Now, whistle, you already know what the people want. They want to know. They want to know. They're calling in. They're saying you've been hitting it on the head 11 and 2, 9 and 3. I mean, things have been going good. Atlanta at Carolina. Come on, talk to me. Okay, Atlanta, Carolina. This is going to be a really tough uh, matchup because obviously Carolina is pretty good at home. Uh, they are disgruntled. They have a lot of pride. But Atlanta, at their best, is a lot better than Carolina at their best. I really look for Atlanta to come out and try to find their stride and come away with a win. No question. Tampa Bay at Miami. The name of the game is ball control. Tampa Bay is a dangerous team. They've got uh, three brothers back in the, uh, at the quarterback spot. They've got a brother coach. How could you not love that? But, uh, you know, this week is going to be ball control, ball control. Miami at home, real tough. It's a star-studded type event. Uh, look for Miami to pull that one out. Well, now Detroit is at Minnesota. Minnesota is probably very upset right about now, looking to beat some heads. Who do you got in that one? You know, that's going to be a better game than everybody thinks. Obviously, I, I'm sure you know that I'm going to say Minnesota. I'm sorry, Webb. I, I don't know how I keep doing it to you. But uh, we're going with the Vikings in this one. Uh, they're just that good. But it will be a good game, and the intangibles are that Detroit plays in the Dome, and they are playing in the Dome. So look for them to play pretty well and try to put up some numbers. Well, Jacksonville is at the Giants. The Giants have been on a skid. When I say skid, they have no tire uh, left on their tires. Whistle tracking, that is. Can you tell me, Jacksonville at New York Giants, uh, who you got in this one? Um, I think I might have wrote it down wrong or took a wrong typo. I think you meant the Jets. But I'm going to take it that you meant the Jets, and I'm going to go with Mark Sanchez and the Jets to go ahead and get the win. No question. No question about it. Now, this is a game that is piquing everybody's interest. you got Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati has been doing some big things. Pittsburgh has really uh, – they're starting to get their playoff stride as we come closer to midseason. Uh, do you see an upset here, Cincinnati beating Pittsburgh at home? What do you got? It will be a competitive game. Obviously, both teams are very, very good. Um, this is going to be a, a huge test for Cincinnati, though. Uh, they have uh, Cedric Minson, obviously uh, – one of the, the top two leading rushers in the league. Uh, he really is going to take the load for Carson Palmer in terms of uh, trying to keep the pressure off. But I just think that Pittsburgh's too good. Uh, they're too experienced, and when it comes down to it, they're going to uh, get it done. And that's, that's, look for a physical game and look for a Pittsburgh to pull that one out. There you go. New Orleans is at St. Louis. Who you got there? New Orleans scores too many points. Too many points. Look for New Orleans to put up about 40-plus. 
Wow, the greatest show on turf is no more. Now we got Buffalo at Tennessee. Uh, Vince is, is back. He's doing well. Tennessee has won two in a row. Who do you got here? Sorry, T.O., but you are in Tennessee. <laughs> Vince Young is going for his third straight win. Uh, Buffalo, obviously, uh, they've been uh, kind of kind of evaporating, and they, they show up at times, but uh, – this is the, the the week where we're going to see a, a really good Tennessee team. You got to get get to see uh, their running back and, and and really get to see what they do because they got a lot of talent and it's really uh, unexplainable uh, for the record that they or their start of this season considering their talent. So you look for those guys to come out big and post some numbers tomorrow and for Vince to get his third straight win. Well, Denver is at Washington. This should be an interesting one. Denver, can they come back and uh, get back on the winning track? They can find a track. Uh, they've taken a couple, couple, couple uh, uh, tough losses on the chin, but you know, no big deal. It's the NBA, NFL. It's uh, obviously a tough league. Uh, uh, Denver has a lot of good D. They just need to get the offensive part rolling, and I think they'll be okay. I look for Denver to pull it out in Washington. Wow, Jim Zorn. Sorry about that, buddy. KC is at Oakland. This is a battle of cellar dwellers. Wizzle, what do you got there? This is a, kind of a weird game. Uh, Oakland's uh, one of their only wins this season, uh, obviously. was One was against my friend Greg's team, uh, the Eagles. One uh, The other win against uh, KC. Um, that was earlier in the season. Uh, KC is a, a much better team. They have a revamped look. Uh, They've got a nice young stud at the running back spot, and they've kind of made it uh, easy to make a decision in terms of releasing Larry Johnson. And also they picked up uh, Chris Chambers off waivers, uh, uh, from the Chargers, so that really gives them some depth uh, in the wide receiver position. I look for them to come out and, and uh, to possibly get the win, and, and, and we're looking at a, at a squeaker, possibly a, a field goal to do it, but I'm looking for KC to get the win. No question. Now, Seattle, uh, our team is heading down to Arizona. This is a, you know, a conference rival. What do you got here? Historically, Seattle plays well in Arizona and plays well indoors pretty, pretty much for the most part. Uh, but not this week. Uh, Arizona is starting to find their strides. Uh, uh, we are having a uh, – not we, I'm sorry. I, I'm in L.A. right now. Uh, Seattle has a lot of problems They don't have right a team now. in Los Angeles. It's okay. But that's how it goes. And uh, I look for Arizona to get the win. Uh, I just think that uh, Kurt and the boys are – are uh, finding their strides, and I, I just think they're a, a really dangerous team, and, and this is the kind of game where you fly under the radar and start to pick up momentum. So I look for Arizona to get that one. Well, how about them Cowboys? You know they are at Green Bay. Green Bay's been on a skid. Can Dallas go to the Furrows and Tundra and get themselves a win? You know what? I believe that they will do it. Uh, obviously, Green Bay needs to win, and uh, I'm sure that every team needs to win this week. Uh, Dallas is looking to to get their fifth uh, win in a row this week. I believe it will happen. Uh, Green Bay is having huge problems protecting Aaron Rodgers, although he's posting incredible numbers for a guy who gets uh, basically melee the way he does game in and game out. But I'm going to go with Dallas to get the win in the tundra and to leave there quick as they can. Wow. Now, Philly at San Diego, can those Eagles soar high down in that beautiful sunshine? What's going to happen there? They can soar high, but will they is the question, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's a, a, some personnel problems. Obviously, the defense uh, has, has been 
the, the mainstay for Philly. But I think San Diego plays really well at home, and, and they really have a lot of weapons that they can utilize. And uh, when, it, when it comes time to, to post the points and, uh, and to get the ball moving, I think that they're going to be tough. So it's going to be a bit of a shootout, but I look for San Diego to wrap it out at home. Well, you know, usually I, I do Monday night last, but Monday night is not the best game of the week. Monday night is Baltimore at Cleveland. Who do you got in this one? I am going with Baltimore, and uh, Baltimore obviously should dominate this game. They're uh, a tough, physical-minded group. Uh, they've taken uh, some, some tough losses, and they really can't afford to, to, to lose or give up any more games and give up ground. So you look for them to, to take a pounding out and a really hand it to the Browns this week. Well, obviously, you know what the game of the week is. That would be Tom Brady uh, at uh, Mr. Manning's house. That is New England at Indy. This should be one heck of a game, Wizzle. Uh, will it live up to the hype, and who do you got? It will live up to the hype. It will be, uh, uh, obviously, uh, one of the better and, and well-executed games in the NFL. People, if you're truly an NFL fan, you want to notice and, and take note of what the coaches do in particular situations. Uh ways that they choose to move the ball, uh, some of the decisions that they make, special teams, all the intangible things, and, and that's what this game is going to come down to. Uh, obviously, Indi- Indianapolis is uh, undefeated. They're, hey, they speak for themselves. Uh, Peyton Manning, one of the greatest of all times, and he's playing one of the greatest of all times in Tom Brady. Uh, I just think that New England has been getting the flow, and, and, and they've been – and it's really starting with a, a confident Tom Brady and, and confidence in terms of standing in his pocket, going through his mechanics and reads. I'm going with New England in the upset at home. Wow. Hey, everybody, stop blowing up the Internet. We hear you out there. We understand all the indie fans are upset. The Wizzle said New England, don't be mad. Don't hate. Okay. <laughs> now, check it out, Wizzle. Tonight is fight night. You know it. Miguel Cotto versus Manny Pacquiao. Mr. Pac-Man, who do you got? Because Pacquiao's camp says first-round KO. I don't know. We talked about it earlier. Cotto, Pacquiao, Las Vegas. Does it get any bigger? Who do you got, man? This is going to be a, a huge, huge fight, obviously. I think it's going to be a lot better than what people think. Um, I, I really, really like Manny Pacquiao. I respect him a lot. I, I think that he... You know, being from the Northwest and with the, the Filipino culture and and all that, he's he's huge. And and what he does for his country is huge. But I just think I've got a hunch tonight that this Cotto guy is no joke. I think he has a, a bit a bit of a size advantage, and uh, they you know he's got a little bit on on him on the weight. But I think when he comes in, he's going to be a, you know a different fighter. He's going to probably you know pop, pop up a eight ten pounds. And I think he's going to look for the upset. Uh, he, he obviously has a lot of power. Uh, he's, he's knocked out a considerable amount of his opponents. And uh, he, he looks confident. He knows what to do. So with the upset fight. Wow. I'm Pac-Man. I hear you, though. This could be a big one. If Pacquiao gets through it, you're looking next at Marquez, maybe Mayweather, Sugar Shane. Mosley's in the mix. Uh, obviously, out of all those, everyone wants to see Mayweather Pacquiao. If Cotto wins, it'll be Mayweather Cotto. Is that going to be a bigger fight than this one, or what are you thinking? Uh, I definitely think that they're setting it up, and obviously boxing knows what it's doing right now. It's always 
based upon uh, creating these fights and these dream fights where, you know, it, it pays these the fighters, you know, the money that they've earned and, and that they deserve for their years of not getting paid. So, yes, it's, it's, it's mounting up. It's turning into something huge. And that's why tonight is absolutely instrumental for Pacquiao uh, to come out and to really prove himself. Obviously, he's going to go down as one of the, one of the best of all time uh, with his record and everything he's done in terms of uh, crossing seven weight classes, uh, which is really impressive. But uh, I think that tonight um, he's got to have a challenge, and everybody has the has a, some anti venom, and I think he might meet something tonight. I'm I'm curious, and I'm I'm super pumped. We got the dominoes, we got some brew, we got some skins, we ready to go, baby. Oh my goodness! Now look at here, Pac-10 football. You go anywhere, you can lose. And everyone talks about the SEC. For all y'all down south, we're not hating, but we on the left coast. And understand that anywhere that you go in the Pac-10, you can lose. And today, oh my goodness, number nine USC with no Damian Williams, mind you. Okay, I'll give you that. Got the living be Jesus beat out of him by the Stanford Cardinal Whistle. Do you do you put this on the fact that USC, because they've been so good for so many years, so many of their coaches have left. Sarkeesian's up in Washington, I believe that's his name. Excuse the pronunciation, but all of the everyone has left. So now you just got the head coach. He has new assistants, or do you just say, man, you got a man up? What's what's happening with USC? Um, it's probably a combination of both. Uh, listen, obviously, uh, if coaches leave and take on head coaching jobs and, and take premier coaching jobs because pretty much any job in the Pac-10 is premier. Um, they're obviously uh, well-respected and coaches that have earned that, that, that position. Uh, at the same time, on the flip side of that coin, the players do have to man up and they have to be responsible for themselves. The biggest question that I have was uh, some of the quotes that uh, – that uh, Mr. Carroll had made earlier in the season about Matt Barkley being the best quarterback that SC has probably ever had. Uh, it was also in the preseason. I think it was a little bit too early. Uh, you got to let the guy, allow the guy to create his own type of destiny. You can't just give him one. And I, I think that it kind of hurt him in a way. I mean, uh, maybe he didn't get his lumps out the way early enough uh, and, 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 and take his – take his job seriously as just a freshman quarterback rather than thinking that you're, you know, this experienced guy who's been in the Pac-10 for a number of years. It's a, it's a tough job uh, being quarterback, being coach, and obviously when you go anywhere in the Pac-10, you can lose in any state that, that a Pac-10 t- team uh, resides. So, uh, you know, it's a combination of both. Pete Carroll, you got to step your game up. Big win for Stanford. And how about the fact that they have a running back who – Put up 170, what was 174 yards? That's pretty awesome, and I don't know why the guy doesn't get a lot of credit. Hey, for the people out there who was wondering where the white running backs are, look at Stanford. They got up. Kick a one, no doubt. No question. And you know why? Because he runs like Ram Man. That's why he doesn't. He's not all you know flambos with it. He's just running people over. Now you know what. We're talking uh, USC, Pac-10, now SEC. When you talk about the SEC, a lot is going on. Obviously, Tennessee, three players, arm robbery. They were all freshmen. That is so, so very unfortunate, no question about that. Now, Chicago Whistle with a bye week. Jay Cutler, five interceptions. Uh, Is everybody off the Jay Cutler bandwagon? Because I'm not. What do you think about that? 
you know, I, I think that he's probably lost a couple of fans, and that probably comes with the territory. But the fact of the matter is that, that you got to realize that, you know, a couple of those, probably three of them weren't his fault, uh, you know, players falling down and, and, and things of that nature. But, hey, it's a tough job, again, like we just said, uh, playing the quarterback. Uh, you get scouted a lot. Uh, he has a, you know, really doesn't have a, the hugest go-to guy because you take away – uh, you, re- you recall last year he had Brandon Marshall, which is, you know, his big go-to guy. You kind of don't have that in Chicago. Uh, Devin Hester is a huge talent, but maybe he's not the best receiver because it's a lot more than just getting out there and running people. you got to be crispy in your route running and understand the timing and, and how to sell a fake and, and all these things. So uh, he's, a, he's a good receiver, but I don't know if, his, if, if he gets credit, uh, you know, for being a great receiver when he probably shouldn't. I mean, he's actually a really talented player who's a complimentary receiver. And uh, anytime you get him the ball, he's obviously dangerous. But, uh, yeah, I think that Cutler is still absolutely dangerous. I think he has a good arm, and I think that uh, the fact that he plays with a chip on his shoulder, will it'll pay off in the long run. That's right, Chicago. Don't you jump off the Jay Cutler bandwagon because if you do, you will be quarterless and that quarterbackless. That will be very, very bad. Now, NBA, when you talk about less, I'm talking about coachless, and coachless is New Orleans. Unfortunately, Byron Scott was let go this week, and Wizzle, they didn't even tell their all-star point guard, give him any clue, anything. He just came in, new coach, new system. Uh, well, obviously, they brought down the GM. They put him on the bench. Because these are your guys. You got all these guys. If you don't do it, guess what? You're going to get the ax next, buddy. So does Chris Paul ask for a trade is my question to you, or does he stay the course and stay in New Orleans? What do you think? You know, it's a, obviously, it's a, it's it's on the player. If he uh, just genuinely loves New Orleans, I think that he does a lot of great. I, I hear a lot of the, the programs that he does for kids and, and the bowling and, and, and a lot of the different things that he does. Uh, he's just a very personable person. Uh, he's a, he's a, a smaller guy. He's got a good smile. I mean, he could easily be the face, the face of your franchise. If, if he's happy being in New Orleans and, and just playing basketball because, hey, he's an awesome player. And uh, But ultimately, all the players want to win and to win big and to and to have their name etched in history. So uh, it's ultimately something that he's going to have to come to a decision with. If you ask me personally what he should do, woo, there's a couple teams that would really, really use his talents. Uh, and uh, an upper-tier team, we won't throw him out there, but uh, I, I can easily see him. Uh, hey, okay, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll throw out one. Remember, uh, we talked about the fact that Tony Parker's been missing. Could you see him in a Spurs uniform just terrorizing the West? Oh, my goodness, that would be nasty, nasty, nasty. Now, when you talk about the West Wizzle, last night Los Angeles at 7-1 went into the Denver Nuggets. Who they, it seems like they're becoming a rivalry, and they lost big time. Now, I attribute this to a, a lot of different things. I don't think this is a big bump in the road for Los Angeles because they don't even have their full roster. But what my question is to you is, is Denver truly, truly, going to compete for a championship, and if not, I don't even want you to touch them, who is the biggest contender right now uh, that, that we see that could go up against the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, obviously, uh, they did uh, hand it to Denver pretty good. I mean, they handed it to the Lakers pretty good. Uh, they obviously have height. They have attitude. They have players who aren't afraid of, you know, and, that, and that's really huge. you got to have players who, who, who will put their 
bags together, and we can we'll we'll give anybody a shot. And they got those kind of guys on the team, and uh, and that really translates to obviously in practice and everything you do, and and then in the games, and you trust in each other and understanding you know everything. And they and obviously uh, Coach Carl has them playing a high level of defense. If you if you're going to be on the court, you got to play some D, and that's always been uh, Coach Carl's staple. So uh, uh, they're obviously one of the, the premier teams. Uh, I'm waiting for San Antonio to get their thing together and also the team to keep your eyes out on and keep a, 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 a close look at is Portland because they're really flying under the radar right now. they got a lot of talent and a lot of young talent, which is huge. So uh, those are the three teams that really, really concern me right now. Uh, obviously, Denver looks good, but it's no big sweat for uh, L.A. fans. You, you guys are good for right now. We'll wait to see what happens when it comes to winning seven games. No question about it. Now, do you look at our test as passing the test last night? Because I think last night he faced quite a bit of adversity. I mean, he was in foul trouble. Guys were going at him. Refs were calling fouls that maybe were or weren't, but he didn't blow up. What do you see out of our test? Is that kind of Phil Jackson testing him and saying, okay, uh, I'm seeing that you're fitting in? What do you see there with our test? Well, obviously, uh, Phil's that type of guy. He allows the players to, to, to figure things out for themselves. And that's probably the, the team where, you know, we'll probably somebody would say something to him. And uh, I, I think he understands his position that he's blessed, that he's playing for a team that he could pretty much uh, finish his career with if he just stayed on the good foot, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, it was good to see him uh, swallow his pride. You know that ref's job is to make bad calls. Hey, it's nothing personal. They just make bad calls, and I've always thought that. And you just deal with it, and it's 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 like somebody hating on you in life. You just grab your tail, you you make your smirk on your face, you crack a smile, and you walk to the bench, cross your legs, get some Gatorade, and chop it up. No big deal, baby. No question about it. Now, when we're talking Western Conference, obviously Los Angeles, you, you covered uh, the Blazers there, also Denver. Those are three teams I, w- I would say that, you know, you put San Antonio in that mix, depending on the health of Tim Duncan, obviously, because if he's not healthy, they're not moving Manu or not. Now, when you look at the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, there's a few teams there, but I would say the surprise team and one team that uh, I, I truly think may be there at the end would be the Miami Heat. Now, when you look at them, they, they matched up the other day, uh, Cleveland and Miami. Uh, out of that, LeBron comes away with a win. Both of them had 36 and 34, respectively, some fantastic rebounding numbers. But obviously, LeBron comes away with the win. When looking at Miami, I mean, you got a healthy Dwayne Wade, you got some good talent around him how much or when you when you look at them can they really really run for the eastern conference championship and make it to the finals well you know they obviously they are would be my fourth team uh if if i had to slide a team in the slot and i'm just being realistic orlando cleveland boston and then i would slide miami in there and it's because of the talent and it and it's basically uh, it's that's why the games are so important in the, in the NBA and, and that game uh, as far as Cleveland going down to Miami because you know you're going to end up playing these guys again. It's, uh, this team is like the measuring stick in terms of uh, what your goals are. You know that you want to get to the finals. Uh, they're a team that's you know pretty much one of the front runners. You've got to be able to knock them off. Now, if for some reason, they Cleveland can get by either Orlando or Boston the way that it kind of seems to end up. 
Miami has a great shot, but if they happen to play uh, Boston or Orlando, I don't think that it would fare as well because they're they're not they're more conventional, uh, old school. We'll pound it in. We play D and and we'll kick it out to the shooters. And obviously, uh, if you kick it in the KG, you kind of know what's going to happen. Or Rashi Wallace, there, it, it's kind of you know we're talking about premier players who can pretty much score on anyone. It's it's kind of the same. Uh, with Dwight Howard, and it's probably more so because you're you're sitting out. He kick it out to Vince Carter. You got Rashid. Uh, I mean, not Rashid. You have uh, Vince Carter out there. You got Mateen Cleese. You have Jason Williams. You just picked up also Rashad Lewis, who was uh, serving the suspension. I think a lot of people forgot about him sitting there. And so, uh, and also you have JJ Reddick. So uh, it's just basically a free shoot if you try to double on him. So I I just don't see what Miami would have to deal with that. But if they matched up with Cleveland. They could pose big problems. Ooh, everybody in the Eastern Conference, watch out for it. And a tidbit for all you L.A. fans, the Lakers have two losses this season. Now, the first one was a new-look group of Dallas Mavericks, and I anticipate adjustments in the future from Kobe. And the second, obviously, was last night in with uh, the Denver Nuggets, and that's a new group. So I, I anticipate adjustments. Uh, don't panic, everybody in Los Angeles, and go crazy. It's going to be a wild, wild west shootout. I'll tell you as we go through the NBA whistle, as always, we enjoy your insight into the world of sports. Until next week, bro, same time, same place. TV food tonight, baby. Get yourself some hot dogs, some chili, some, man, some, make a chili dog, get some fries, get some fish. Get some... Girl, <laughs> you see Marcus Bakish the other day trying to play like he ain't seen me. He know he got a crush on me. Right? Let's go. See you looking, posted on the wall. See you like my sweat and how I walk with heels on. From your fresh fade to your white feet. Got me thinking about you walking with me. I can see it in your eyes. Thank you, everybody. Make sure you join us again. Same place, same time next week. Take care, friends. Peace. I won't approach you, cause I'm leaving.